Philly Sports Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. Yep. And we are going to the motherfucking playoffs. What? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Bowl. Dude, how the fuck did this team make the playoffs? Let me tell you how this happened. The roots grew and the motherfucking plants sprouted. (laughs) As my boy Jalen Hurts said. Yeah. Jalen. (laughs) Jalen. Oh, COVID facts. <laughs> um, dude, I can't believe it. I'm after, fucking blown away. After the Raiders game, I, I literally sat in the car as I waited for, you know, Chrissy to say goodbye to the family. And I literally said to myself, I'm not a fucking Eagles fan anymore. Here we are. We're back, baby. It's unbelievable. And I, I think that a lot of people, a lot of people, first of all, like in the national media, Oh, like the Eagles, a fucking apology. Joy and Taylor apologized today and Chris Sims. Yeah, no, she, she did. She owned it. She really did. And, and honestly, what she said wasn't even like, it wasn't like super bad. Like it wasn't, you know, but she, she was like a, with everybody else. Like, did we really yeah. think that this team was a playoff team? Like, come on. No. Get oh, I know. It. Especially Get. after the Raiders game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, here we are, man, and we we're going to the playoffs, and we're actually gonna have some playoff chatter today, which it's just it's just incredible. It's just incredible. Um, realistically, though, there was like a small glimmer of like expectation of like, Hey, the first half of this, this, you know, this uh, schedule is going to be very fucking difficult. And it was, I mean, yep. I still, I I said this a couple weeks ago. I still believe that if we just ran the ball a little bit more, we would have won one or two more games. Right. Like, I think we would have definitely beat the Niners if we just had a game plan that made sense then. And then you know, if Jalen Rager catches one of those t- touchdowns against the Giants, and but it doesn't matter, right? Because well, you would be playing for the division on Saturday. Yeah, I, and and which just is my a, birthday. Oh, the old happy, thirty-two. Happy tier. happy Rona birthday. I uh, I might be free. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You might you're getting closer to being out of jail. I guess right. I should be. I only have one more mass day. That's nice. That's nice. But like. <laughs> I just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that this team is in the playoffs. It's unbelievable that they, that they righted their ship. Um, and, and honestly, it's funny. Like when you look at a team and you're like, Oh, they look at all their wins. They only beat the teams. They only beat like the bad teams, but like, that's a shitty argument really. When you think about it, because most of the time we're always complaining that they don't beat the teams. They should. So this team beat the teams. They should. And now they're in the fucking playoffs. You want to know a fun fact? Fun facts. 2017, 2018. I don't know if you remember that specific year at all. It was nothing important. Something, then. something special might have happened. I don't know. They beat two teams with a winning record during the season. No one said shit then, right? Wow. Is that true? That's a true fact, buddy. Okay. That's. I don't know what to say about that. You didn't tell me about this before we came on. I know. Um, I wanted to put wow. your fucking brain in a blender. That uh that's impressive. That's impressive. I mean, riding riding something into the playoffs is absolutely that's absolutely a thing, man. 100%. And, and they don't they don't 
they don't win that Super Bowl unless you know what I mean. They wrote it. They were Absolutely. they were riding a wave into that Super yeah. Bowl, and you know who's to say? Now I don't think that this feels the same way. No, no, no. I mean, listen, you have to be optimistically cautious, right? I think, I really do think they can get, I don't even know how it works out, but I think they can win the first round of the playoffs, and then I think they lose that second round. Um, I really do think they can win a playoff game, and we'll obviously talk about, you know, each each potential matchup, but I, I don't know. Besides, like, I mean, I don't think anyone's beating the Packers, honestly, and I'm including the AFC in that. Right. So, so let's, let's get through this fucking football team game. And I don't know. I, the, the Washington is brutal. I, I, I don't, I don't like the team. I think that they suck. <laughs> I hate I them more that, than anyone in the NFC East. I, I think I do too. I, I, I used to think it's funny. Cause like each game comes, I'm like, man, I fucking hate the giants. And man, I fucking hate Dallas. Man, I fucking but how can hate- you like, honestly though, realistically, how can you hate the giants? We have absolutely besides that one shitty dud game. We've, we've owned the giants in the last 20, 25 games. Seriously. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> I know it's not. They're literally and, and, little brother. They're fucking terrible. Right. So like then, like and each- they're not even in New York. It drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> fake ass New York team. So like each, each game comes and I'm like, man, I fucking hate the giants. And, Oh man, it's Dallas week. I fucking hate Dallas. And then the, the uh, football team week comes and I'm like, man, I fucking hate the Redskins uh, or football team. And I'm like, I think, I think if I had to pick one, I would probably pick the football team because I just, I don't know, man. I don't know what it is about them. Like it's they just rub me the wrong they, way, man. They're fucking annoying. And they always somehow derail the Eagles in some way. You know what I mean? They, they beat them in some kind of fucking corny fashion. <laughs> You know, the, their stadium's literally falling ap- apart and they zip tie it back together. I mean, it's just, it's comical what they do over there. I read somewhere they were like, <laughs> they're like, Dan Snyder's too busy fucking paying off all the cheerleaders. He can't fix the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Personally. Wow. But uh, yeah, so fuck the football team and yeah. fuck their next name. I don't know if it's admirals or if it's fucking red coat or whatever the hell you said it was. What do you think? Red tails. Yeah. Um, is there anything funnier than them coming out on Twitter and being like, well, we try to go with the wolves, but there are a lot taken. of hurdles. <laughs> God. They, can't, they can't even get that right. They can't even get a name, but <clears throat> so here's the thing, man. I, I said a couple of weeks ago, and I've, I mentioned it again last week, but I I said that I don't think that it's a big deal that they're not playing good teams going into the playoffs. I remember that. I I think that I was an idiot for saying yeah. that because <laughs> <laughs> because um they're they're starting off slow in these games, and it can't they can't do it in the playoffs. Like I, I know that I don't need to say it. Right, but because like obviously, like if you fucking do that, you're dead in the playoffs. Oh, you're but, not. You you have to be. You can you can go like a drive or two slow, right? Like a drive or two, maybe you know that's as not long perfect. as your defense is playing and like keeps you yeah. keeps you like kill you three nothing, you know whatever. But a quarter, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't you go a quarter. Can't. You absolutely can't go a half. No. And fuck no. You know, this team, this team's coming out, coming out of the gate slow. And I, I know they script. They, we talked about this too. I know they script those plays. Yeah. 
So it's concerning to me. I, I, I mean, if we're going to start talking about things that that they do, and I, I there's two coin, there's two sides of the coin, and I don't know which side of the coin you're on. So now it's it's week eighteen, which sounds so fucking weird to say, but it's it. week I, it's I week eighteen. It. It's week eighteen, and you know this week doesn't mean anything to the Eagles. Like I, I know Dallas is still fighting for seed. You know, two, three, four, whatever. It almost ultimately doesn't matter. It, it matters for them in the long run. So they might actually play, and they might win by three touchdowns. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Which is why it's weird that they flexed it. But there's two sides of the coin. One side of the coin is you're like you're totally cool because they got to the playoffs, and anything that happens now is whatever. It doesn't matter, you know, because they got there and they're going to get that experience in the playoffs. There's that side of the coin. The other side of the coin is, well, you guys have achieved this now. You you've shown us that you that you're worthy and you've won enough games to make the playoffs in the NFL. Now you got to go. Now you got to go show us something in the playoffs and you got to win a game. Nah, or, or at on, least compete. You got to be so, on the. You got to be on coin, the Which coin side. are you on? Are you on at coin A or coin B? It's coin A for me. I mean, listen. The worst thing that they can do for me, like where I'll be like upset about it is to go in and lose 44 to six, something like that insane will like probably piss me off. But if they lose a close game or they lose by a touchdown or two, like I'm not going to be, I mean, I'll be upset because I obviously want them to make a run, but like, I, I won't be, you know, I won't be devastated as, as you know, I have been or whatever. I just, I don't, I think this was a, a nice little cherry on top was like making the the playoffs. It's great for Hertz. He's going to get playoff experience. It's great for Nick. He's going to get playoff experience. Some of these younger guys definitely need it. Slay's never been in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like all these, or maybe he was in that one year where Matt Stafford broke his hand against That's the right. Saints, I think. I think. I think you might be right. So, but whatever, like all these guys are going to get experience that they definitely need. Right. So I think you got to be okay with that. I just don't want to see them get blown the fuck out. You know what I mean? And then everyone be like, told you so. They shouldn't have been in there. Really fucking stupid. Jalen Hurts isn't a quarterback. You know, that kind of shit again. Well, I I think it's funny because I, I, I sometimes I like, it depends on the day. Like if I think about this, sometimes I'm on side a and sometimes I'm on side B because here's the thing in the NFL, like any, anybody can win, man. Anybody can fucking win. Like, just look at 2017. Like, yeah. no one, no one thought that the Eagles going into the playoffs had a chance to win that Super Bowl. No, no fucking way. And I'm not even just talking about people in Philly. I'm just, I'm talking about in general. Like, yeah. people weren't giving the Eagles a chance to win that Super Bowl. So once you make the playoffs, anything can fucking happen. So I, I need them to compete. I yeah. don't need them. I don't need them to win. And I don't, I don't need them to fucking win the Super Bowl. This is a successful season already. They, oh, they way, way above. I mean, it's incredible. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, it is. And I don't even really like throwing that word around because it's like you know, you kind of sound doofy or goofy. But it is an incredible season because they were four and whatever the fuck they were last year, and they didn't look good, and they had a bad O line. They, you know, and I still, I know we dog Howie a lot. I'm going off, but. We we <laughs> dog okay. Howie a lot, but he does draft fundamentally well. He just misses the big picture, like the the wide receiver situation for sure. You know what I mean? Or like I think the, the problem. Watkins. 
Yeah, like I don't know. I know we haven't really prepared to go down the Howie hole on no, this no, podcast no, yeah. today, but yeah, no. You know, I think I think one of the problems just to, just to glance at the Howie thing is that there are too many big prop, big misses. Yes, and you know, it's like if you can make the argument that he's a great GM, that he's that he's done a great job with this team, and you you can also make the argument that he's swung and missed more times than any like any other major club like I, you could totally go both ways you could make both arguments no one no one is going to remember the Rager pick if it wasn't Jefferson after him like seriously i don't think anyone would be as upset if Justin Jefferson wasn't on the board right like yeah like i don't hear anyone going like oh wish we would have got Jamar Chase like of course i think Jamar <laughs> Chase is probably better than Smith of course right but yeah no one's gonna no one's ever gonna gripe about that because we got a really good wide receiver in there. But like once you miss on that on that Rager pick and listen, I'm less as the weeks go on, I'm less angry about Rager. I, I see I can see some value in what they're trying to do with him. And I was listening, I was catching up on some of the older podcasts, and um I just I, they tried to force feed him that one week. I guess the jets, I think it was where they just were trying to make him relevant wide receiver. Right? Yeah. Cause it was giants game. He had all them drops. And then Nick came on and was like, <laughs> Oh, I got to get him the ball more. It's my <laughs> yeah. ball. Got to give him more to, opportunities. Yeah. Then they tried to force feed him. That's not who he is right now. And maybe yeah. he'll get it. I mean, Nelson Aguilar took a while to fucking stick on, you know? So I, I think he might figure it out, but if they can figure out how to get him, North and South instead of East and West, East and West. He is not fucking smart. <laughs> he just doesn't no. go well side to side. So if they can get him full speed ahead going forward, there's value there. And you know, you can wrinkle it in and, you know, throw people off guard, at least for a player too. So I never thought I'd say this, but I'm like every week that goes by, I'm like less pissed off about uh Rager and Hey, Rager made the playoffs before Justin Jefferson. Suck it. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter and it, Hey, it's the truth, man. It doesn't, it's not about one. It's not about one guy. And I, I hate that. I hate the people that are like, you can't go, you can't do that. You can't look at the draft that way. Like every pick, you could look at every pick that way. Like, yeah, you could, but you know, the, when you, when you swing and miss too many times in the first round, you start to get a bad rap yeah. and, and that's, that's really it. That's really it. And, and listen, Howie has done a fantastic job with with building this roster every year. I mean, they, the play, the team has made the playoffs four out of the out of the last five years. That's mm -hmm. that's incredible in the NFL. Like you like it doesn't it doesn't normally happen. Like so, people people I think people are too harsh on Howie, and you know that is what it is. We're not going down the Howie hole. But my whole thing with this is like you you you're there now, and anything can happen in the playoffs. I need you to compete. I need yeah. you to not. I need you to not turtle up. I would. I wouldn't go so go as far as saying that the season is a disappointment if they get run out of the building, but it's not going to leave a good taste in people's mouths, especially mine, if they lose that game thirty eight to seven. Do you think it will leave a better taste in your mouth than the fucking Sixers and the Hawks? Because I'm guarantee you it will. Yes, there's no. I don't think so, there's right now. That's the. That's probably about as bad as it can get. <laughs> That's the top five loss. I know Joe said that last week, and I've been thinking about that like more and more. Like it's really hard. Absolutely. It's really hard, but that is definitely. I'm just like running through. Like it's hard. To, it's it's hard to go fresh. It's fresh. So so it's like, yeah, it's a it's pretty shitty. But it, no, it would not be any anywhere near that for me because that team had 
expectations that team had. They that, that team had a clear pick. They could have won the finals, right? And this Easily. team doesn't have that. I mean, no. we're not. We don't have the first round by. We don't everything, have everything. Is an extra fucking like cherry on top. Everything moving forward is just it's beautiful bonus play. Yes, which and which I, is why we dude we people in Philly need to chill the fuck out and just enjoy enjoy this next couple weeks because it's not very often mm-hmm. where we have stress free fucking football for our, well, for our city. we don't it's even not. we don't even know what the team's going to look like next week like i, <laughs> I don't even I, I was thinking to myself like do i even want to watch the game and i'll watch it of course but like i mean <laughs> they might lose by fucking 38 like seriously <laughs> <laughs> if, if, they have, if none of those players can play, I mean, who are they, they going to, what the, the fucking Minshew? I don't know. They're signing dudes off the practice squad to be cornerbacks and shit. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like it, <sighs> but you know, I think the greatest, like, I know what you're saying. And I hear you about like the blowout. Cause I feel the same way, but my scale goes from like a hundred percent successful to like 92% successful. It's not a big teeter for me. Okay. The, the, the things that we have said, or I have said specifically, which was my biggest thing going into this when we were going through the roller coaster. Remember, it's week by week for us. You know what I mean? Like we're we're not analyzing game tape. This is week by week. And there's just been growth around the board. You know what I mean? Like honestly, like tons of growth. And that's all you can ask for for a season where you figured you were going to finish third in the division, not make the playoffs. So, <clears throat> so thinking about the growth <clears throat> and thinking about where we came from and what we specifically wanted to learn about this season, Let's let's talk about it now a little bit because there's a couple things really we needed to know before by the end of this year we okay. needed to know we needed to know if Nick Sirianni uh, can hang in the NFL check I think he's good I think I think he's going to hang now what, is it is it beginner's luck the Eagles um, do have success in that in, in by the way in that like first to two year. I, I know. know they do have that. That's for sure. I know it makes me nervous because they have so many guys like even Ray Rhodes was good. Yeah. I, like, I read that so the other day. Chip, Chip Kelly, you know, like a lot of guys come in here and they like, wow, it's like, okay, they got some shit going. And then it's like, Ooh, but so, this is the only coach that I felt like didn't inherit a really great situation. Right. Like it's, you can listen, you can argue. We could argue about how bad the situation really was last year. I'm they had even, more injuries than fucking any. Like, I don't, and I, I wasn't even, I'm not even going to say anything about Wentz. Like I have no, like whatever yeah. about Wentz, but the O right. line is a dramatic change for, you know, for, for them. And like the way they got those guys playing, I mean, it helps when you can get a fucking center who you've shifted to guard or ta- I don't even know where he's playing right now. His brain's I th- broken. I think he's still playing guard. Okay, yeah. so he's at guard. So it helps when you get a guy that's probably a first round talent where people are like, well, we don't want to touch this guy because it's fucking knees. Yep. So, you know, that draft pick's huge. I mean, I remember when Brandon Brooks went down, I was like, oh, fuck us. You know what I mean? I and know. Like, at this point, they don't even, like, I'm, I am going to say this, they don't even need him. They really don't. Well, it's, it's it would be nice to have him. Of I course. Mean, but the guys think that are about in that. there are doing really fucking well. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, where the fuck was I going? I have COVID brain too. Still, <laughs> we were saying how like he inherited a good situation. Okay. I, I I'm just I saying mean, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that like his situation wasn't as bad as it looked. Okay, well, this there wasn't a four a four win roster. 
that was that was a disaster because of injuries and because of the whole Doug Peterson um, Carson Wentz disaster, right? Yeah. So 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 whatever. But Sirianni, we can put a checkbox there because we only have one year to look at, and this year's been pretty fucking good as far as I'm concerned from a coach's perspective, a head coach anyway. I mean, even. Even last week, I mean, he had a few like timeout things where I'm trying to figure out what the fuck his thought process was, but you know, those things are minor and he can clean that up. It's just, you know, watching film and and being like, oh shit, I shouldn't have taken that timeout. It doesn't make any sense. But like, I, I I agree hundred percent. Like from where I was, like the Nick roller coaster has been like an enjoyable fucking, you know, passionate advisor to like (laughs) fucking guy. We're done with him to holy shit to, oh, we're a playoff team. And you know, it's I went been on a here. it's been a fucking ride, man. It's yeah, I mean, unbelievable. That's the beauty of it, right? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, so you look at the teams so, like the Rams. Like, I don't think they have a shot at the Super Bowl. They've been good all year, right? So, like, you look at a team like the Rams, and like, if you're a Rams fan, which is like three of them, but if you're a Rams fan, <laughs> you're like, I feel like you have false hope, right? With the Eagles, like we've talked about this. Like, hey, we're in. So anything fucking happen, and whatever happens is fine. I really do think that there's something to now. Listen, if you're a fucking fin- fa- fantastic number one seed team, you know that's a different that's a different Packers. story. Like, yeah, like if you're riding high, they got they don't have that many injuries. Like that, they're they're set up they're, they're set up pretty good right 100%. now. But but the, on the other side of that coin, if you're the if you're the seven seed and you're coming in or the six seed, whatever you end up being, and you come in like under the radar a little bit. Like you can kind of make some noise and like, that's, that's where they are. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool to be there. Teams honestly. that can like dictate it. the run. You don't have to worry about like take the Cardinals, for example. I don't even know what the number is on that, but like, that's another team. Like everyone's like, Oh, Cardinals are super bowl favorites. They are, they look like shit. And guess what? Kyler Murray can't beat the fucking Eagles. If he's sitting on the bench because we're fucking running the ball all the time. You know what I mean? So like, so yeah, so we're going to talk about that because I'm really, I really want to hear like, how, what you think of the four teams that they could end up playing, mm. but so Ch- Sirianni check yes. hurts. Check. You got to give, you got to give Hurts a check. There's no doubt. Like, I mean, I'm this, I'm, I've got to come back on everything I've said. I mean, we were kind of, we were kind of brutal on him, and he does do some dumb shit. Like that giants game is something that's going like, to be etched in my head for like, you know, a little bit of time here because like that yeah. game is just so weird to me. Like, Watching Scary. that and just thinking to myself, like, who was that Eagles team? Because that team, that was bad. Like that was that was a bad game. And I'm trying to think back. Like I feel like that was was that the game? Was that the game where he may have been injured in that game? Yeah, I think so. So like I think he had a slow start, sluggish yeah. start, got hurt and could not get it together. Well, I, I I've been very critical of Hurts, and I I, I don't. I, I don't ever, I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I like that style. I just don't. But I think that he's coming along to be more of what I like. And what I like is like, is like the Dak like kind of model or like the Russell Wilson model like, where you like you're, you start to like pick dudes apart and then they, then they back up and then you're like, oh yeah, fuck you. Here's a 20 yard run. And then they suck back up and then you're like, bang, bang, bang. And then, and then they do it again. Like you can play that game and he's getting, I feel like he's really developing as a passer, like before our eyes. Like I yeah, think 100%. it's 100%. 100%. And it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see because 
like I'm down with I'm down with a dude who can who can pick a defense apart with his arm, and then when they give him the run, he takes that shit. Like and I'm down with that. He's running, you know, and uh, all right, I'm gonna say two things. It'll probably piss some people off, but <laughs> he's and listen, I'm not comparing him to Michael Vick, and no one will ever be Michael Vick because Vick was that good. But he like just different. There's times where I look at Hurts and I'm like, no one else can make that fucking run. You know, that pivot step down into the ground and fucking spin and just get out of the plays. So that's like Vic to me, like in that sense. Again, I'm not saying he's Vic. He'll never be Michael Vic. We'll never see another Michael Vic. Yeah. That dude was that dude was football to the point. Like electric, man. Yeah. But I see things in in Hurts that I'm like, okay, that reminds me a little bit of Vic. And then the other thing too is is like if you had Wentz. He, he Wentz and Hurts are the same quarterback. They're like they're like game game managers, but like I think Hurts does a little bit more. And then the other, you know, the other thing is like Hurts is like ten times faster than Wentz. So like that's going to make all the difference in that sense because Carson Wentz can't do the plays that Hurts can. You know, right. there's there's little twenty yards or only like seven yards for for Wentz. So like. Those two things have me convinced that like we kind of have a future. You know, I'll never commit a hundred percent until we can see like some kind of like cleanup. But I'm I'm at the point now where I'm like draft those three draft picks, Bama, 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 baby, and <laughs> fucking build this team. And yeah, you know, I don't. I still think they need a linebacker. I really do think that needs to be a fucking targeted area. And they can. I don't want to see a wide receiver in the first round. I just, I don't know where I'm at with that, but like, and we're not doing the draft thing, but you know, I'm, all I'm saying is that I, I kind of have pushed my chips in on Hertz. Like I'm more comfortable than I was even, you know, weeks ago. Like he's poised, he's calm. He still makes you like a quarterback like that. That's confident. That's making questionable throws that normally should be picked that are getting through. That's a confidence. That's swagger. That's yeah. like, that's what you want in a quarterback. And <clears throat> I feel like a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the men's shoe, like, should they start, should they bench him? I'm still not, I still agree with what I said about like, if he came out and he had a shitty half, like, you know, reminiscent of the giants game, I think you could have kicked him in the butt by putting Minshew in. Right. But now it doesn't matter at all because this is hurts team. And the, the future is bright. Honestly, it really is bright. And it didn't seem like that for the year. No, I'm like, I'm like super, super thankful that like he has been given the chance by, you know, by Sirianni and by, you know, by the coaching staff on this team to develop. And I mean, clearly there's some coaching going on here that, (laughs) you know, I feel like had been lacking in the past. Like I don't feel like Wentz developed. This is going to sound weird because they fucking won a Super Bowl. But like, I don't feel like Wentz developed anywhere near as much in the time he was here versus how much Hertz has developed in this just this one year. Well, here's the problem with that. Like, if you're if you're trying to like pick that apart and all that shit, it's like he tore his ACL on a on a pretty nasty hit, right? Like, yeah, just a yeah, dead was, knee shot. Yeah, and like that season was the only season that he was like, could you say elite? I mean, he probably would have won the MVP. Yeah, he was on track to win MVP, so I guess you could say he was elite that season. So, and then it just there hasn't been development, and I don't know if it's like his his attitude or you know he thinks right. you know I don't know what Wentz's problem is, but like 
he it still makes some really fucking dumb throws in 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 Indy and yeah and bad decisions hundred percent and, and so it's just shit that I, I'm glad I don't have to deal with as much. Yes, I am really just thankful and glad that this dude has her, like he he seems like he's a fucking sponge, dude. Yeah. And he he is getting better before our eyes, and it's really fucking cool to see it happen. And I, you know, it's not that I didn't believe in him. Like I said this a long time ago, I was like, I really fucking like this dude. He is likable. Like you want to root for him, you want him to succeed. But it just it looks so scary mm-hmm. because he's throwing like 50 percent, and you know, he's looking to run first and he's only looking at one guy like, but that is so much different now. And now it's so different to the point where Sirianni trusts him enough to let him fucking call audibles, dude. Yeah. He's calling audibles. Yeah. And not only, not only is he calling audibles, he did not get the play in the helmet. I'm sure you heard about this. Yeah. He course. did not get the play in the helmet on that third and 14 where he hit um, Ward, Ward down the field on a crazy fucking throw and catch. It was a piss missile. Way. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, the whole play was insane. Yeah. And and he fucking like just made that. She just like called the fucking play and was like, all right, let's go. And he, and he did that shit. So I love, I love, love, love that he is developing as a quarterback in front of our eyes and it's fucking cool. And I'm ready to give Hertz the check. And I am, mm. I am pushing the chips in on Hertz. I think you have to. And I think it's yeah, exciting. Still, man. Like I'm on this group on Facebook. It's full of fucking, you know, you know, as soon as I said Facebook, everyone should have fucking shuddered, you know, <laughs> but these guys are fucking moronic, man. It's just like, I don't What do they want? What do they fucking want? Well, that's like the Sixers group on Facebook. Yeah. Like everybody like Embiid misses a free throw. They're like, get him out of here. I definitely like, got kicked out of that group. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you want back in. Yeah, I might. Um, no, uh-huh. I, I mean, and like I told you this a couple of weeks ago, like my brother-in-law was like, um, like Chrissy's brother, he was like, I would take Baker over Jalen Hurts. And I, I don't get that. That trade, it just would never make sense to me. Why would I, you do that? Especially I, right now with with like the, okay, so this is another reason. And there's one more thing that we need to talk about before we move on. But this is still on the Hurts topic, so we can still go here. But here's the big thing that no one really thinks about. it. You have a really high chance of if you find the guy that is on his rookie deal and you can build a roster around that guy and you can, and you can, you find the guy he's and he's good enough to get you moving, win some games, get into the playoffs. Like exactly what the Eagles have right now. He is on a rookie deal. He is costing you almost nothing. You can build around him. You can get a free agent. You can start putting pieces together just like they did in Buffalo with Josh Allen, just like they did in, in Kansas City with Mahomes before he got the huge deal. He, it, oh. this, this is this is huge. And <laughs> and to say that you would trade Hertz, who who is on a rookie deal, for a guy making thirty million dollars a year or whatever the fuck Baker makes, I don't even know. That's just asinine right now. Yeah. You you can't do it. You can't. Hertz Hertz is younger than some of the fucking draft picks that are coming out. Right. You you shared something with me and he's twenty three. Yeah. I think there's and there's guys coming out in the draft this year that are twenty three. Yep. yep. And he's already got a year and a half of NFL experience. Some and he's about say, to go to the playoffs. Some would say two years of experience. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I at th- at this point, you know, like fuck it. It's it's like it's fine. Like he, he's fine. He's gonna, he is fine. He I w- is not the problem. No, not at all. And I'm, 
listen, I'm telling you, if he can hit on these draft picks now, the big thing is we might not have three at the end of the day, because I really right. do think they'll package and they'll move up, but that's fine. But if you move up, you have to fucking hit, you have to hit. I almost think it's almost risky to move up. I think what they, sh- what they might do is back. Don't tell me that either move back or trade one for a, for a free agent or not okay. a free agent, like, but uh, like a veteran, like a, a veteran player, like a veteran player, like a, yeah, like a, you know, an edge rusher or you know, a fucking stout linebacker. If you can't get him in the draft, like trade that first round pick for, for a nice linebacker. Like it, I, I'd like them it to could take happen. Luke, I'd like them to take Luke though. I'd love Luke the dude. He's projected like his name. Third. His name is Luketa, but you know. what Luke the luck the fuck. No one says my name right anyway. So what the fuck? I know, I know right? <laughs> so, um, but anyway, before we turn this into a draft pod, wait, no, hold on. There's one more thing. Okay. Hit me. There's one more checkbox that we need to, that we needed to know at the beginning of the season. And his name is miles Sanders. Ugh. And I think, I think you owe this motherfucker an apology. I don't know. I don't know anyone's shit. No, they definitely missed him last week. <laughs> I just, I'm on the scene. I just, can, I just feel like running backs are so fucking shifty. Like, hold on. I hear the squeaky toy. <laughs> um, I feel like you could, you can find a, you can find a running back to be replaceable. I don't like spending money on running backs. And I understand that Sanders is pretty cheap right now. And I, yep. I get it all. I hear you. And they definitely missed him last week. And I feel like if Jordan Howard was a little bit healthier, he would have been more impactful. Um, But yeah, they definitely did miss Sanders for sure. I mean, I'm not going to argue that fact. Okay. But here's the thing. You, you still have Sanders for another year. Like he's yeah. not a free agent yet. So he's cheap and he's still here for another year. I'm saying, I'm saying, dude, we're good. We're good yeah. with what we have. Like, and I keep love Sanders. Well. I love Gamewell. He 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 provides exactly what you need every once in a while, and he's going to develop. Good. <sighs> Boston Scott is Darren Sproles, <sighs> and and that's my thing. Is like I don't think I don't think he goes anywhere in the NFL and has success besides the Eagles. I really don't. Like look at Corey Clement. Even at the end of his Eagles tenure, he wasn't fucking good. You know, Wendell Smallwood's still in the league. How the hell is that happening? Well, okay, and and here's the thing with with Boston Scott, they keep signing him to one year deal, one year deal. Yeah, he like, don't so, care. So he's a free agent, and he costs he costs like not even a million bucks. Yeah. So no. if he's willing to stay for that, and they see, but here's the thing, they might not they might not resign him. I don't know. I don't know if they resign him. Well, it's like it's the old Gainwell, right? Like, is Gainwell going to be your guy? And that's what you need to decide. And again, it's different roles. Like the problem with Boston Scott is, and like when I played rugby, right? (laughs) I'm going to do this. But when I used to play, (laughs) it was so much harder to tackle those meaty little guys because like they just, they have the low center of gravity. They pop through your shoulders and you know, it it hurt to tackle those guys because they fucking laid down punishment. Cause they're like, well, I'm fucking small. So I need to prove my point here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's harder to tackle Scott. So, and that gives you like, my whole point is you get miles Sanders with the yak, you get Gainwell with the passing abilities, and then you can get Scott, you know, I don't think Jordan Howard's on the team next year and he probably shouldn't be, but someone should sign him because I still think he's an NFL running back. 
Well, I mean, you can even argue that was he even on the team this year? He was on the fucking practice squad for yeah, most of the time. Somehow landed in in the roster again and is producing again. But you know, there's there's always a role for that kind of guy. And hundred percent. Yeah, you know, like, could they keep four guys around? Like, I I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I but, mean, <laughs> so but they that, don't have that guy though. Like, they don't have the Howard. See, right now, like Gainwell and and Scott kind of serve the same role. Like they're the they're the kind of speedy can catch passes guy. Yeah, they're both the same guy. So like, you don't have the Howard. You don't have the bowling ball guy. Which and again, I I, I stand by this. If he was a hundred percent healthy last week, he would have definitely had a better game. Like you could tell he was lingering and hurting for sure. I think I think my thing is that. All I'm getting to is that at the beginning of the season, we had three big things, Sirianni, Hertz, and uh, Sanders, and I'm putting checkboxes on all three of them. See, my checkbox for Sanders is kind of like in the middle, though, because my thing with him has always been the injuries, right? Like he just I'm not saying, oh, hold on, let me, yeah, let me just, let me just say, I, I'm not saying that we need to like sign him long term to a five-year 100%. extension. No, I'm saying that he's our guy this year, 100%, and he's our guy next year, yeah. 100%. Unless they could trade him and get something, but that's not usually how it works in the NFL. So, yeah, and like teams like the Cowboys sign like Elliott's and like the Saints sign, you know, um, Kamara. Yeah, and fucking Taysom Hill. Like they just some of these guys just get fucking. Sty- I'm gonna dog that signing every time. <laughs> so worst signing ever. Really. It, easily the worst signing ever. Um, but yeah, like I just feel like the running back staple. It, it's rotatable. It's get a guy on a rookie deal, have him ball out and then send him off. You know what I mean? Shit. They could sign uh they could sign Saquon if they really wanted to. You know what I mean? He's gone. So That's a, it's an interesting thought. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be looking. I think, do you think now you just fucked me up there for a second? Cause now my brain's gone. Like, do you think that the giants would entertain a pick for Saquon? I mean, well, if you listen to Joe Judge, I have ex players that are clamoring to be back here or making more money <laughs> elsewhere. Like, I wouldn't want to fucking play for that guy. And I'm sure half the fucking players know that shit, you know? So, but what they do, I guess my point though, like, would they do it in the division? Yeah. I mean, no, because the Giants fucking hate the Eagles because the, the, the whole last year thing that happened too, where we set, we rest our starters or whatever. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. It cost them the fucking playoff or whatever. Yeah, like, it was fuck off. You didn't good. deserve the playoff. Fucking <laughs> fuck you. I the fucking Giants, the joke franchise. Boo. So, so that's where we're at. I mean, I'm I'm putting checks in all the boxes, especially going into next season. Um, I'm committed to Hertz into at least for another year. I mean, I'm, I'm not. There's no timeline really on Hertz for me right now. And Sanders, I'm at least committed through next year. You have to be. I mean, yeah, yeah. like no, even with his injury history, it, you don't move on from him. You, you maybe next year you try to see if you can trade away him. Maybe halfway through the season, if you think the other guys are panning out, or if they do draft someone, you know, yada yada yada. Right. I, I think there's potential there. I just, you know, my injury, the, my injury, the injury thing is like what really like it bothers me. Just because, and it's not his fault of his own. I'm sure he's doing everything he can to stay healthy. He's just unlucky. You know, and I, I've said this and I feel like a boomer when I say this, but like your best, your best quality is your availability. And maybe that's because I'm a manager, but like, I, I just, I know that for a fact, you know what I mean? Like, 
you know, we're only as good as we are at work. If we have everyone there working, right? Like I'm short right. someone I'm fucked. So yeah. that's kind of how I feel, but there's pieces that, you know, can run the team when he's not in and it's clear, you know? And yeah. I think, I think the way he's been doing the rotations has been fucking beautiful, man. Just like, you know, Scott bulk Gainwell and Howard, you know, splitting it. And actually Gainwell's not even getting the runs. He's just kind of in there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And then that will lead me to the last thing. And then we can, you know, move to the next point. Do you keep Jordan Howard or do you keep Greg Ward? Ah, man. Like, see, yeah. And, and Greg Ward, you know, he's, (laughs) he's producing. You could almost argue more than, more than Rager. A hundred percent. So, I I don't think it's as, as big a deal to keep a guy like Ward because a team usually keeps like five wide receivers. Right? Yeah, and I mean he's got the one drop is the the egregious thing I think about on the Giants game, and I think that that's just a bad game. But I love Greg Ward. I think he makes big time catches in clutch situations. And look at the fucking look at what we're talking about with the you know the no headset. They couldn't hear the play. He calls a play. Yeah. He catches it. Yeah, and and that's the other thing too, like. Hertz is not afraid to throw to fucking anybody. Like hundred percent. A lot of the, a lot of guys, you know, especially young guys, they get keyed in on like one or one or two guys. Like Hertz, Hertz is doing a really good job as of late, really, really scanning and looking for the open guy. And it's cool to see that, you know, he's, he's hitting guys like Ward. He's hitting guys like uh fucking Rager, like out of nowhere, like on some weird fucking like 15 yard out route. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, it's starting to happen and it's kind of cool, but um, I think, I think Ward has a spot. I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, the thing is though, the only, the, the thing for me is like, I don't know what you have after Smith. Like I like, uh, I like Watkins, but I don't know if he's like a true two. Like, I really don't think he is a true two. No, I don't think so either. I don't think they have a two on this team. A hundred percent. They just got a collection of like two ish and mostly threes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, so if you had Smith, right, obviously we're, we're probably going to be latching onto him hopefully for as long as possible. So if you, I mean, if you, it, maybe you can flip one of those first round picks for a wide receiver, some kind of somebody who only has one year left on his contract, Antonio Brown. Maybe, Maybe it's a bad, maybe it's a big contract and the, yeah. and, and the team is starting to suffer and like, you know, you can hit that right on the right at the right time. Like, I don't know. They might be able to do something like that because like digs completely changed the dynamic in Buffalo. You can, you can get a, a free, not even a free agent, a, Adam, a, Thielen. A, Adam Thielen, somebody like that, where you got to, I don't, I don't fucking have everybody's contract memorized. So I don't know who has one year left, but that's the prime time to get in there. Yeah. You give them this first round pick. You take this guy who has got one year left on his contract. The The Eagles are going to be in. I think they're going to be in the all in mode they have in the next, I in mean, the next two years, because you have hurts on his rookie deal. You can spend money in positions where you're not having it all tied up in quarterback. And I think that this is the time for them to go all in and fucking make this shit happen. I mean, like, look how good the Colt, look how good that Wentz trade is going to turn out for us. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable, dude. And and that's the shit about Howie Roseman where you're like, all right, the dude fucking is good. It's just like, you know, for every nine things he does good, he does one that's catastrophically stupid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not even going to say, cause I'm sick of fucking saying it, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just a certain things where you're just like, what the fuck, man? 
Yeah. And nothing, so, nothing in the whole entire world on the draft board would suggest Rager over Jefferson. I did it. it, it there's nothing. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, well, we want punt return capability. That's the stupidest fucking I, thing I ever heard. I Dude. don't think that there's, a, yeah, I don't think that there's ever going to be any way to, you know, like, this is just one of those where you just have to be like, yeah, it, it fucking sucks. And, and I, think, we're I just, think, I think the playoff run here is going to be nice. That's going to keep your mind off of it. And then, dude, if they can hit the draft, I'm telling you, the the Jefferson thing goes poof. What about DK Metcalf? Would you go get him? (sighs) So, like, who was who did we take over him? Do you know? I don't. I don't remember. I I yes, I do know, but I fucking don't remember. But see how like it doesn't matter anymore, right? Like it's not burnt in your brain. It was for a long time. It's JJ. Whiteside, yeah, 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 yeah. So again, that's like we pick a Pac-12 fucking player out of Stanford over a fucking SEC elite specimen of a human, right? But but but, but the reason why I brought him up is because I know he's got one one year left on his deal, and Russell uh, like might be that's gone. and Russ might be gone, so that might be a prime a prime guy to be like, yo, we have this twenty sixth number twenty six pick in the first round, whatever. Take this for DK. I don't know. I don't know. Bro, I, I mean, if, like, even if Metcalf isn't your one, he's absolutely an elite two. Absolutely. Oh my God. Could you imagine Smith and Metcalf? Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm salivating. I just, I hope that they do something like this because having hurts, having, having no money tied up in the, in the quarterback position is it just frees you up to be way more flexible with other stuff. And I hope that they do it. I really do to do whatever so, you want to do. And I, I'm fine with it. I don't care what they do with the draft picks. As long as they don't fucking take anyone from the pack 12 and they don't take anyone from the fucking where's TCU at <laughs> the big 12. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I, I want none maybe. of them fucking schools. SEC, SEC, maybe a Big Ten school, but that's it. So, um, listen, the this team is is awesome, and I, they're fun to watch again. Yeah. And even even like when they're when they're struggling in the starts, like you're like, yeah, they they'll probably be all right. Like you start, you're, they're kind of starting to build a little trust back with us, so it's kind of cool. But something that we do need to look at though is is this defense and. Like I was, you, I was waiting for you to get here because I, yeah, like uh, it's so it's so weird that like they come out in these games and they look like they're playing street ball and and Gannon's not even calling plays. They're just like, "Yo, Slay, you're gonna cover the fastest guy, Nelson. You're gonna obviously be on the other side because you have to." And then everything else is like, "Okay, just go." That's what it looks like. And then they come out in the second half. And they and they're all, and they like then they have a plan and they like know exactly what they're doing and they got everybody on lockdown. I I, I don't know what's going on. I uh, listen. I know a lot of people are worried about the defense and I I I love the bend don't break defense. I love it. I'm a big fan of it because it fucking works. I, I'm not worried about the I'm not worried about the players. I'm worried about like the coaching. Like what's well, going on in the planning. Off. Number one, can he stop wearing fucking sunglasses everywhere he goes? I can't handle it. <laughs> you look like a fucking douche canoe. Okay. Secondly, you're hundred percent right. They have slay line up against their best wide receiver. And listen, it fucking works. <laughs> like that's obviously oh, yeah, work. Well, yeah. And, and listen, I, I call him poo water, but like, he's been playing pretty well. That, that PI was kind of 
like you're going to call that one. You got to call the one on Smith. Like you can't just call that one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have that to was call. a bad, that was, that was a cheap, it was, it was called like it, it was a call. Like his death thing, but it just happened. But you can't miss series. Yeah. You can't miss the one on Goddard then. And you can't like, there's a couple, then there's one on Smith. Like you, there's a couple that were similar to that. Yeah. For so, sure. and I agree. I think, I think you have, you have good corners. I, I mean, Nelson's up and down for me, but you know what, what he does lack, you know, he, he, he's got the safety help because I don't care what anyone says. And I said this weeks ago, McLeod is playing some of the best football he's played and he was slowed yeah, up because absolutely. he had ACL surgery. And listen, I'm not a professional athlete, but I tore my ACL. I know <laughs> what that's like. It's a fucking shitty injury. It's hard to come back from. So like, it just takes time, especially when you're a professional and dude, like that interception, Holy shit, because oh. I'm not sure that game goes the way we want it to go if he doesn't intercept that. I know, man. That last drive was that last drive was nerve wracking. They were playing quarters D. They were you know, they had they they were it was clear. They were playing two deep quarters and every every play was like dink, 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 run underneath, and then they hit like one over the top, like a little bit. And like I was just I was getting really nervous that they were gonna fucking that they were going to punch it in. But <clears throat> that catch by McLeod was fucking incredible. And he's not, listen, he's not like incredible. You know what I mean? Like that, that's not a guy that's, you know, all hands team. That's not slay making that pick. That's no. just a fucking safety. But that was like full. Play. That was fucking full layout. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh my God. Like fucking that's, like if they do anything in the playoffs, that's gonna be one of those plays where you're like, Fuck, the like look at this fucking play. Yeah, like although the way that the NFL the way that it worked out that week too, like if they lost, they could still they would still be fine if they win this week. But anyway. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. But I mean it's nice, you know what I mean? Like I texted you at halftime of the Green Bay game. I was like, Yeah, I will see you guys as a playoff team because that, that shit was over. Yep. Yeah, no. Green yeah, Green Bay's a Green Bay's a fucking wagon right now. But Maddox Maddox had a good game. I know you I know that you're not like a huge Maddox guy. Well, I just don't want to sit there and say that he's better than Sly. I mean, that was a fucking egregious like a statement. Uh, no, I I know. I, that was <laughs> That was aggressive. That was aggressive. Way too aggressive. But um, by the way, I did not say that for yeah, the record. Yeah, yeah. It was I not mean, that's, me. We're not he's referencing a nickel, me here. He's a nickel cornerback, and he's good at that role. Yeah, it's a slot, slot yeah, cornerback, hundred percent. And I'm good with it because, like, look at like the, I think of like Nickel Roby. He was fucking terrible. I but like, dude, uh, he had some huge plays in the fourth quarter. Like he he had that one drive where it was basically him. Like he fucking shut the whole fucking thing down. Hundred percent. And that was he he was playing with some fucking fire. And this. <laughs> This team is this defense, especially is starting to play with fucking fire. Yeah. Like, and, and the pass rush, like the pass rush was kind of weak in the first half. And I don't know if it's scheme or if it's, Ryan I don't know what started. it is. Well, that's part of it then, because like the sec, the pass rush in the first half compared to the pass rush in the second half was completely di- like night and day. Well, I mean, different. A sweat is just like, that's another great sign. See, like Whew. every time I talk, I'm like, I'm lean and I don't, I'm not this guy. I've been bashing Howie since, you know, the start of time, but like, I don't know, man, shit's starting to like kind of peel itself to being like, well, Howie might be pretty good at his fucking job. And you know when it was, you got it. That's all. Yeah. All I'm saying is like, yes, he misses on picks. Like, 
we you can't there's nothing we can say about him missing on picks but he there are some guys on this roster that he either drafted or somehow gathered up in free agency or with a trade or whatever the that are huge impact players on this team dude we gave up a third round pick for a slay like that's incredible that's fucking we got rid of Wentz I mean you got fucking um they locked up Maddox they locked up Goddard they moved Ertz what they got a second right or a third I think it was a third. Okay. But they moved them and they, they signed Goddard the next day. So like they're doing, he's doing the things that he needs to do to, to generate it. But you're right. Like it's the swing and the very big fucking miss is what gets people down on him. But he's a wizard yep. with the money. I, I mean, I imagine he'll sign Watkins in the off season. Um, you know, I, he's going to have to restructure like Cox again and Graham and he'll figure a way to do it and, and then he'll do it. And that's why I think like you need to draft a lineman. I know everyone's going to kill me, but like, I think you need a defensive lineman because you got older guys there, man. And I, I well, tell you what, dude, fucking fat Williams. He looks good. <laughs> you know, like I, I, the only, and even like, even as annoying as Barnett is, is like, he still has a high motor. And as long as he uses his fucking brain and he's been way better than he was after that. I think that was that game. He had like two in a row, right? Like just boneheaded. Yeah. Fun. So like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I know Joe's concerned about the defense and I get where the concerns come from, but I don't know, man, I'm a big fan of the Ben don't break. And I, they do that. I would like more blitzes. We were talking about that too. They, they finally started blitzing in the second half. Listen, if a quarterback is throwing like 90%, hundred percent against your defense, you got to do something. My friend, yeah. So, and, yeah. and I would just wish it would happen a little sooner than the halftime adjustment. So, and like, that's the other thing too. Like, yeah, like think about, like, I'm just looking at, I had to look it up because like, while we're, while we're thinking about the defense and I'm just like, just like thinking about the playmakers on this team, like, like Barnett is makes some plays. He's not, he's not like our biggest playmaker, but that's a dude that was drafted. Cox was drafted. Um, you know, you have Hargrave. Graham. Hargrave was a free agent pickup. Like it's, it's unbelievable. As you start going down through, through the look and you're like, Oh fuck. Like they're, they're, this dude is putting together some, some fucking shit. Right. How now. about Edwards? Like undrafted free dude. Ever since they made him the starting linebacker, I've undrafted free agent. Like, yeah. come on, man. And I mean, you know, singleton, he's terrible, but he's good. Right. Yeah. Like he's like a weird, like McLeod McLeod free agent. Well, that was a big, I, I've, I've always been McLeod guy. Yeah. Harris, well, I'm just saying like, that was yeah. another free agent sign. And Nelson was a free agent signing. Like he, he's not <laughs> like, yeah. So like while, while we're on, while we're on like the defense and we're looking at that side of the ball, dude, they got some shit. They got some shit going. They got some players on that on the defensive side of the ball. And you say it all the time. It comes down to line. Yep. And they got a solid offensive line. They got a fucking solid defensive line. And they got a quarterback who can make plays. Oh, and by the way, during that losing streak, uh, Lane Johnson wasn't fucking playing. And he hasn't given up a hurry all season, or he's given up one. So uh, Lane Johnson's an all pro lineman. So if he was in, that's another win I think you can calculate for yourself if he was in those games. Yep. So, and even yep. Avery, man, like everyone was dogging that. That was a terrible pick, but it's looking like it's starting to work out. You know, Avery, he looks good. I love the D. I just don't like the coordinator. And I don't think I've liked I the know. coordinator since our old boy, Jimmy died. 
I and I just got a text. I just got a text from my boy uh, from Gordy, and he's like, "Gannon blows." Yeah. <laughs> so it, he's right though. Like we don't trust Gannon. We trust Sirianni right now. We do not trust Gannon. No, and um, you just need him to switch it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, and he's he's close. Like he could he could gain our trust. I think you know, like hundred um, percent. As soon as he loses but, the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pussy. So. You, <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, we've been talking about this, this like kind of for a while, but you know, I think that where they are and where they stand right now, like they can go into the playoffs and make some fucking noise. This weekend doesn't matter. Don't let, don't let this weekend change the way that you feel about this team in any way, shape or form. They are going to get destroyed. Probably. Unless they're going to get murdered. Back. They're going to get murdered. It Two more matter. things before we move on. Go ahead. We have to talk about that fourth down. Jalen Hurts gets stepped on somehow, just fucking throws the ball behind his head. Boston yep. Scott catches it. Devontae Smith with like a beautiful fucking block on the edge there to seal it and, and a touchdown. And that changed the whole game. Once that touchdown went in, every emotion that I was feeling of like, Jesus, you know, even though there wasn't really that long of it, but that play to me was just. I mean, incredible. Seriously, like I, I'm using that word a lot tonight, but to have the poise to make that pitch while you're falling behind your head, that's wild to me. You know what I mean? So unbelievable. Off. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how Hertz made that pitch. I I really don't. It's a, it was unbelievable. An athlete. Yeah. And then what was the other one? The fucking FedEx railing collapse. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> like I was looking at that. The, like, I don't know about you, but the first thing I looked at was the welds <laughs> on those. I did too, dude. They looked yeah. like it was like so super thin. It looked, and like, that's exactly what happened. It broke right at the weld, and it looked like, and some of them were boogered up. It looked like someone just put a bunch of fucking gum on it and spray painted it silver. <laughs> but like that's that's crazy to me. And I know like a, cu- a couple of my buddies in the other group chat didn't love the Jalen Hurts letter, but like I kind of liked it. That's leadership, man. That's what you need. I mean, you got to do something, right? Yeah, like you can't just stay stagnant. But I'm also kind of sick of the dude. The one dude's on been on every radio station. He's been on every Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, all right, dude, we get it. You fucking shook his hand. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? He's oh, like, you've heard the guy, like uh, one of the guys that fell? Yeah, he's wearing a fucking uh, Looney Tunes Eagle shirt. Like, do I need to tell you any more about this guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I was just worried I ruined Jalen Hurts' season. I thought I blew his knees out. And I was like, oh, shut up, dude. But did you oh see that cameraman God. kicked our, the one dude? Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, like, listen, the gate, like the fence was on the guy's camera. Yeah, but I, why the fuck are you kicking him? It's not his fucking fault. He fucking just fell out of the stands, dude. That Some would say that's not composure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's I think that's one of the like one of the quotes I saw like this. Like that is not composure. And it was yeah. like a it was like a gif of like just bouncing back and forth of this guy kicking the guys. <laughs> it's fucked up. But but all right so so that was it right FedEx railing yeah I mean it's just it's just it's insane to me and then they said oh we gave we gave all those people medical help no they didn't you know they didn't absolutely I hope they I I hope if they needed medical attention that they got it they like four or five of those people said that they were like get the fuck off the field what the fuck. That's going to be a that's lawsuit. That's a lawsuit. That's a lawsuit, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, Pond, Dan, Pond Danny, Lee Hockey. Danny, Danny's used to it. So, uh, Pond Lee Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It's your boys, so, Courtney, so like, Courtney, right, we Courtney have, and brothers. <laughs> so, listen, we have a playoff matchup coming up in two weeks. This weekend means nothing. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Playoff matchup in two weeks. There's four teams that th- that they could possibly see in the first round. And I would like to know if you had to pick, if you if you got a choice to pick which team the Eagles would play in the playoffs first round to give them the best chance to win and get to the second round. Who you who you picking? Cardinals. And it's it's a it's very close to the Cowboys for me. Like I'm like very torn between mm-hmm. those two. But interesting, the Cardinals I just don't think are are good at all. I really don't. And DeAndre is gonna. I don't even think DeAndre is gonna be back in time. So, and AJ green's been filling in kind of nicely there, but without Deandre Hopkins, I'm not worried about it. And slay slay will just be on green. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting that you went, uh, that you went Cardinals because I think that the Cardinals are overrated, man. A hundred percent. And I, I've been saying this for forever there. I think what I think my buddy Mike told me back back in the beginning of the season he was like um he was like do you see he was like is anyone else going to win the Super Bowl other than the Cardinals Ugh. because they this was back when they looked really good and you know they were the odds on favorites to win the Super Bowl it wasn't even close and um I was like I think that they suck I just don't I don't think that they're that good I think they're overrated I actually and, remember um, you saying that honestly Yeah and I and I still I still believe that so Yes, my pick would be would be the Cardinals first off, um, and for me, second would would be absolutely the Cowboys because yeah. if you look at what the Cowboys have done since uh, Dak's injury, which is being downplayed, but it's, it's something's going on because, dude, he's not he's not he's not right. Something's up. He's, you see that something's meme up. where he was like practicing the the Dallas sad face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see it. You should try to find it and share it from a Twitter. I will. I will for sure. That's funny. I mean, I just pulled up, but, uh, I pulled up the Cardinal schedule and like they, I mean, I don't, I look at the, they lost to every team that potentially any good. So I don't know. I, I struggle with the Cardinals being elite. I, I don't need, I don't, I don't think I think they have the worst chance to play the Cardinals though. Am I correct when I say that? I I think that that sounds right to me. I don't, I don't, I don't dude. There's so many like possibilities. I think the best was Tampa Bay. Okay. I don't like that. No, no, no. (laughs) People are like, Oh, Tom Brady's already struggling. I'm like, he's not fucking struggling. He just ran a, a two minute drill with zero timeouts and drove it 90 fucking yards to win that game against the jets. I don't care who it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to face Tom Brady in the no. playoffs if we can avoid it. Like, 100%. if you can avoid Tom Brady, fucking avoid him. Why the fuck would you want to play Tom Brady in the playoffs? Yeah. Like, and on. I also think the Rams are kind of fraudy too. Like, I think they have a legitimate shot. Uh, I, I've I've been saying that. I think they can win one game. I think they lose that next round for sure. I don't. I don't see it being an NFC Championship game. But yeah, uh, I mean, who knows, man? You really don't know, but. Um, I think you are right though. It looks like to me from what I'm seeing, it looks like the most likely scenario is Packers uh, one seed, uh, then the Rams, then the Bucks, then the Cowboys, then the Cardinals, then the Niners, then the Eagles. So what we need, what we need to play the Cardinals, so that would be, a, that would be a Rams. That would be a Rams first round for the Eagles. 
Yeah, so we need the Cardinals to win against Seattle, and we need the Rams to lose to the Niners, and everything else is kind of cemented in that sense. Because then the Niners are right. Right. So if you want to play the Cardinals, you need the Cardinals to win, and you need the Rams to lose. Right, because if the because if the if the Niners somehow slide, you know, then the, then New Orleans sneaks in as the seven seed, and the Eagles end up as the six seed. Um, there's yeah, there's like I don't know, man. The Saints in the playoffs. Who do they got? Yeah, the Saints are. They the got Saints Atlanta. Are, well, that's that's definitely a winnable game for sure, but, but like. The Saints, fuck the Saints. They're not that good. So here's the other thing too. Like people, people dog the Eagles because, and me included, like I said this, I, I think I've said it a bunch of times, <laughs> like the Eagles beat the bad teams. They don't beat the good teams, but the same can pretty much be said for the, for the Cowboys and like, the Cardinals. If you look and the Cardinals. So if you look at the teams that the Cowboys have beaten, really their staple staple win in in their schedule this year was that was the Patriots. And was that before the Patriots like kind of had it figured out? That was it was early. it was mi- it was mid October, so that was Mac Jones's sixth game. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, is that really a huge win these days? I don't know. But that's their biggest win, and I mean, it's bigger. It's bigger than um, you know the Eagles' biggest win. But I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, and yeah. they took that game to overtime. So it's not like they just like, you know, they were fucking hammering them out. You know what I mean? Right. They lost to Denver. They lost to the Raiders. I don't know, man. I I don't like them. They're frauds. They're always frauds. I agree. I agree. So I would go, I would want to go uh, Cardinals, Pat, um, Cowboys, and then after that, Rams for sure, and Tampa Bay, a distant fourth. I yeah, hope I we don't, don't have to see I don't want to the play round. them unless you have to. Yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at. No, it's good for me. So, so that's, so that's it. I mean, week 18, uh, doesn't matter. It, it, it really doesn't. And, uh, I, like I said, I think they're going to get murdered and, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Let's, we can move on and we can look ahead to our first round playoff matchup. We will find out and we will know by Sunday night. Which I'm really excited for that, uh, chargers Raiders game, like super excited. Oh my God. It's drama dude to the max. I think I'm like a closet chargers fan. Chargers or Herbert. I like them both, but I like the, like, listen, if you're going to pick a second team, right? Second team, which I think, yeah, but like second team, they got cool jerseys, man. They got cool jerseys. The powder blue is hot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I I like the chargers in that game, obviously. And you'll know that later, but all right, moving along. (laughs) Choo choo. Yeah, so I mean, um the next thing that we should just we should just glance on right now is the NCAA uh bowl playoff si- situation. So, you know, we had two big games last weekend um on Friday and you know, we we bet both of them and um you know, Kenny, you did not fare so well. No, and I should have went with my fucking gut about Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't as bad though, but I really did. I think, I think Michigan just woof, woof, woof. They fucking show up. Now Michigan looked like they didn't even like want to be 
in the arena. That's all right. That's the one Big Ten player they can draft is that fucking either that end or that linebacker. Uh, it. Uh, oh yeah, Hutchinson and uh, Ajabo. Yeah. <laughs> The, both both of those guys are fucking studs. If either one of them ended up on our team, I would be totally fucking good with that. And Hutchinson's um, mom's like smoking hot. <laughs> Bo- bonus. It's a little fun fact, <laughs> my friends. Bonus. So, so Kenny, you had Cincinnati plus 13 and a half. Uh, it didn't pan out. And Michigan plus seven and a half. It also did not uh, plan out. Michigan didn't even show up. So, you know. Yeah. Um, and the, so I had, what did I do? I, I don't remember who I picked. Uh, I think I had, um, you had Bama. I had Bama. I had Bama minus 13 and a half because I liked that number. And I had Michigan also plus seven and a half. I actually thought, um, that they would have a chance to win that game outright. And they obviously fucking struggled major. I did not. I didn't see that coming. I, I I knew that Georgia would fucking want to play, but Jesus Christ, man, Michigan didn't even fucking try. It didn't look like. I just don't see how Alabama loses, especially because that stat line about um, Nick Saban being like 28 and one against his former assistants. And the one win was Jimbo Fisher this year. Whoa. So I don't like, I mean, honestly, I, I, I hate Alabama and I only hate them because it's like that Tom Brady, New England effect. You know what I mean? I'm sick of them, but I don't think Georgia can win that game. And I don't, I think Kirby smarts a good coach, but I just don't think he's going to help coach Nick Saban. And this is the first time in like a long time. And like, I know Mac Jones is good and I know he was good, but like this guy's better. So Who? the quarterback for Alabama. Bryce Young. Yeah, I like that guy. So do I. I mean, dude's just dude's just a, he's a fucking player. So he's in my mind, player. in my mind, there's no way Bama doesn't win. No way. I completely disagree. That's fine. Um, Georgia is Georgia. Georgia just had one misstep, and it was against Alabama. And they're not going to do it twice. Yeah. They're just not. It's just that stat line really like you can't tell me that like like when they took that photo of like <laughs> of Alabama holding the fucking trophy and like Nick Saban's just sitting there like yeah whatever this is like another fucking trophy like the moment's never too big for Nick Saban and then you got Kirby Smart on the other side it's like tossing oranges in the crowd you know what I mean like I just yeah I there's something to say about the head coach and I almost would say that like talent wise, it's pretty close, right? Like it matches up nicely. I just don't, I just don't see it. I just don't see how they lose, but I, mean, I hear you. Well, I, I, I just think that Georgia's not going to misstep twice against Alabama. That's just what I think. And it, after watching Georgia, the way they played against Michigan, they played a solid stout game. Like there was, no, there was no question that they would have beat probably anybody that in that game. Now, can they do it again? I don't know. They looked pretty focused. They looked good. I mean, Alabama had some, had some stuff. They had some falterings. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like it's Georgia's game. So I'm going with Georgia um, plus the, uh, or sorry, minus the two and a half. And I think uh, Kenny, you're rolling, you're rolling Bama. You want to go 50? Plus the, Plus the two and a half. Yeah, I'll go 50 with you. All right. I'll go 50 with you. 
Um, I won't pay you for four weeks. Just ask McCann. I, <laughs> I, I, I give him my idea. Um, yeah. So let's go. Fifty on fifty on Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia. I mean, I'm not thrilled about betting on Bama because I don't like them. But like, I mean, yeah, like, I personally. <laughs> so <laughs> right. If you had to choose someone to win, it would not be Alabama no. again. Um, so yeah. So I mean, hey, I love watching the national title game. You know, uh, it's it's an awesome. It's an, always an awesome game to watch, no matter who's playing. It'll probably be close. It'll probably come down to like the the fourth quarter, and um, you know, hopefully, I, ho- for the record, are we betting spread or are we betting money line? Uh, spread's fine. Okay, so I'm giving you two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So yeah, I mean, uh, there's not much else to be said with about the college football playoff. I mean. Uh, the bowl season has been lackluster. As I said, everybody knows how I feel about it. I think it needs to be improved. If and, um, you're, this yeah. is a prime example of why I've been saying that the bowls are dog shit. Corral, it was a first round pick and now he might fall out of the first round because he tore his fucking knee up in a meaningless sugar bowl. Yeah. Um, and just after I saw uh, Herb Street and um, Desmond Howard on there, uh, basically talking shit on the players that are opting out and not playing in the bowl. Yeah, real because, easy for those two schmucks you know? because the players say that they don't matter. They don't mean anything uh, because they don't, they don't mean anything. And if you want them to mean something, then you got to either pay these guys to play, pay, pay them to play in the bowl game or make them mean something. Yeah. Expand the playoffs. Like it's not, listen, man, I don't care if you are an all American and you know, you're going to get drafted in the NFL. If it's, if you're a first round or a second Parsons. round shoe in, look at Parsons. Yeah. He didn't even season. play for a whole season. I know. So if you know, if you know that you're going to get drafted, it's basically like an insurance policy that you don't play in that game. I, I wouldn't corral went corral went and played and he fucking, he fucking tore his ACL. I think it was. Is that what it is? Yeah. See, that's fuck that. No fucking way. That's going to, I don't know him, if that's confirmed, but that's, that's going to cost him millions of dollars. He'll still get drafted, but like, he's oh, not going to get drafted as high as he would have, you know, someone's going like, to take, someone's going to take Sam Howell over him. It, you know what I mean? When you probably shouldn't have. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, they they need to either exp- that's why one of my options is to expand the playoff because it, it makes the games more meaningful for all these players. If you if that's what you want, if you want the competition, if you want the good players to stay in and play to the end, then you got to either do one of two things: pay them or make them make the games actually mean something. Hundred <clears throat> percent. I mean, you're not so going to get a complaint on me. <clears throat> I know, I know. So let's move on to the other two shit shows that we have in the town. Let's start with the Sixers. Um, so the Sixers have, you know, had a little bit of a situation last night. And I think that, I think that we might be on opposite sides of this table. Mm. So I'm curious to see without, without spending too much time. Cause I know we're getting deep on this podcast already, but you know, so everybody, I'm sure everybody knows by now the, the, the Tobias Harris situation that happened. Um, with him telling the crowd to don't clap, don't fucking clap, you know, that whole thing. Um, what do you think? So we're not allowed to cheer for them. We're not allowed to boo for them. So we just got to sit there like a fucking kindergarten class and time out with our hands on our fucking under our butts. Right. That 
everything, <laughs> dude, I'll tell you what, everything the Sixers have done since losing that game has alienated the fan base. Not everyone. Cause obviously there's going to be people that just like love basketball, love the Sixers. Yeah. Right. You know, Gordy is a prime example of that. And there's no, I'm not talking shit on Gordy. I'm not talking shit on any of those fans. I get it. But everything else, like I, I'm not even like a casual fan. Like I like the Sixers. Like I like basketball, but what everything they've done has alienated me so far. The these fucking athletes are such fucking pussies nowadays, man. Oh, don't fucking clap for me when I make a fucking bucket. Then we're up fourteen points. Fuck out of here, dude. He's another one. Package him with Ben Simmons and get something else. This is the fucking biggest waste of a contract. And they fucked themselves because they let Butler walk and they were like, well, we have all this money. So we'll just give it to bias Harris who in his whole NFL NBA career has averaged 20 points for one fucking season. Guess what? Wasn't with the Sixers. (laughs) So, so I, I guess my, my thing is like the perception of Tobe of Toby is really bad around here. And I don't really, I don't really get it. I don't think because he like, had you, the max. Contract. Can you explain to me? Okay. But can you, it's a max. It's not a super max. It's not like, again, you say this to me all the time. It's not your money. So why do you care? Because just like live up a little bit to the contract is what the complaint is. Right. Okay. But like, what do, what do we want from him? He's given us, he's given us 18 and eight. I want you to average, average. 20 and not be a fucking bitch is what I want. So eight, 18 and eight doesn't get no. it done. <laughs> Look at his shooting percentage. It's in the thirties, man. It's in the thirties. All right, listen. No, it's not. It's forty-five. Okay, might as well be thirties. I'm listen, done with him. I think. I think that the perception is bad on Toby because of the missing Ben piece, and that's not his How fault. How come he can't take over a game? Seriously, why can't he take over a game? He's. I, I don't know, but he's not that guy. He's a. He's not a number two guy. Okay, he's a number so three. If we're giving him a hundred eighty million dollars. Granted, not, not your money. Who cares? Not my money. If it was, it would not be spent on him. But <laughs> it, it matters in the sense of what else is going on. They, this team looks fucking stupid. They're just running and beat around. They're just running him around. Just running him around and giving him nothing. Nothing. And, yeah, and, and, and Bede puts up a triple double, a triple last night. If, and if it was Toby's like, off or if Toby's on and then Cork Moz is off, if Cork Moz is off, Toby's on, you know what I mean? Like they, we can't get three fucking people to play consistently <laughs> together. And it's because we miss Ben Simmons. I don't, it, yeah. <laughs> it's so, yeah, so just, I, I think, right. So like, even when you just talked it out right there, I don't think that your problem. And I think that you're, like this is where the situation where you're, I think, in the in the majority, just like uh, like hating on the Phillies and like Joe hates on the Flyers. Like um, this is this is you in the majority, right? I think the majority right now is tired of Toby. Yeah, and but it's because they want him to be a number two guy to with Embiid, and he's not a two. He's a, he's a number three guy, and they're missing their number two guy, yeah. and that's the problem. No, so, so time, you're, I don't, so you and a lot of other people are holding it against him and some of the other guys on the team because they don't have the number two guy. And that's, that's the whole fucking problem, but we're not, we're not prepared for success then. Right. They're just not. And, and yeah, yes, I'll go hundred percent. I'll go back. And I, I've said this a couple of weeks ago and I say it every time the Jimmy Butler, that is a mistake. It, it just, it's, it's another big mistake in the 
the stain of the Sixers, right? Like, I just think the Sixers are a giant fucking stain that you can't get out of your fucking couch. And when you're well, and when you're when you're there with Ben Simmons at that time, you're like you don't really know that he's going to turn out to be what it was. And that's always hindsight, you know? right? That's hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They could have moved on from Ben Simmons. He obviously, in the years that they he's been there, he hasn't developed a shot. He hasn't grown. His his foul line has gotten worse. So, like at that point, they should have said. I mean, the most laughable offensive thing out of all that is Brett Brown, right? Like even considering keeping Brett Brown over Jimmy Butler. I mean, a, a, a fucking a twelve year old who plays AAU basketball could coach the Sixers <laughs> if they had. You know what I mean? Those pieces that mattered. So that's, yeah. that's just fucking stupid. And then I think you get rid of Ben Simmons. You sign Jimmy Butler. And I, I honestly think they've probably win a championship. I really do. Wow. I, I'm serious. They're, they're, they're just the weirdest fucking team. And I want to get, I'm sure everyone's sick of me. I want to get over the Atlanta Hawks loss. I can't do it. And I don't think I'll be able to move on until they get rid of Ben. You're Simmons. not alone though. That's the thing. Like you're not alone in this. Like, I, I'm I'm on the fence. I'm I'm on the fence. I, I'm like I'm in, but I'm not. Like I'm not. I'm nowhere near what I was last year. Like last year, I was like fucking. I was gung ho about watching six. This games. podcast this year, I'm is like, totally different last year than it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And they just they need to do something about it. And my buddy Gordy, who we talk about all the time in the NBA section, dude knows his fucking basketball. Yeah, he really strongly thinks that they might move him, but before the trade deadline, but. They're not, but again, they're not going to do it if it's going to, if it's like to cut, it's going to cut your nose off. Like you're not going to do it. Do you remember what I said last week? Uh, maybe two weeks ago. No, I had, it was I had, two weeks I had, ago. I had, I had, I had Rona. <laughs> <laughs> um, teams, teams right now, like seriously, right now, this is why I don't think the trade deadline thing is going to happen, but I mean, I hope it does, but teams right now know what they have. They're like, all right, well, let's try to hold out with Ben Simmons. Cause we're just going to offer shit. We're going to offer shit. You know, maybe they'll take it cause they're tired of holding on to Ben Simmons, but they know that if they get to the off season and it's the same thing, the Sixers know too, if the Sixers know they get to the off season and they got Ben Simmons, they can get what they're asking for at that point. But right, right. now, no one's going to mortgage their future for a guy that did a, who has mental health issues, right? Who doesn't know <laughs> if he can fucking play basketball. Yeah. So, and it doesn't even like, even if they call the agent, right. And then like, just say the Kings call the agent and they're like, he's like, no, no, he'll play. He just, he doesn't, he's just not playing because he doesn't want to play for the Sixers. Right. Like, even if you got that reassurance, I'm not so sure you're fucking given a haul. So that's why I think he's going to be on the bench for the season. And then in the off season, they'll get something they, cause teams are going to want them to start the season next year. Yep. I think you're right. It's just, it's just something that I, I, I can see. It's like, it's like the Giroux thing. Like the writing's on the wall. Okay. So since you're automatically building in the transition there to the, to you're the welcome. flyers, the first thing I want to mention before we, before we completely switch the gate is you mentioned that this, that the Sixers team is not built to win. They are currently odds to win the championship plus 2,400. So if that doesn't tell you something right there, Vegas does absolutely does not believe in the Sixers and why and what neither do you but what what have they done where like you can this is why I'm kind of excited to get into like the basketball season near playoffs so we could talk to Gordy because I'm sure he'll argue but <laughs> yeah like what have they what have they done they haven't done anything listen right now if they trade Ben Simmons for Jalen Brown that's a fucking win 
right? That's a great trade. Yes, but I think so. Why would yes. the Celtics do that midseason? There's no reason to do it. <laughs> no, they don't need to do that. Exactly. So, right. I don't know, man. I. <sighs> well, they've had some. They've lost a good a good chunk of minutes also to uh, due to COVID. I think um, Gordy said Gordy shared something with me this today, and he's told me that they're. Um, second in the league in minutes lost due to COVID and they're all um, second in wins above re- replacement law, which is basically like, you know, the same type of stat where, you know, basically they lost almost three wins because of COVID. Yeah. No, I mean, I, and that's second, that's second highest in the league. So that's also a factor too. I get it. I just, I'm telling you, man, they're, I just know too many people that are just like, I'm not fucking watching the Sixers. Yeah, no, it's a hundred percent. It's not just, and you said it last week. You were like, how sad is it that like two of the major, almost three of the major markets in the city are unwatchable, right? Unwatchable. It's hard. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, speaking of the other alternative, you, you know, the writing does seem to be on the wall with Giroux. Um, And I mean, it's, I feel like it's only a matter of time now until, until they're like, there it is. Yep. Boom. I mean, I'm gonna be sad. So what, I'm a big. I'm a, so so what we're talking about is uh, Claude Giroux, captain of Flyers. You know, he's on the last year of his contract, um, and just like football, same deal. Just like baseball, they're all they're all kind of the same. Those guys that are in the last year of their contract, they are awesome uh, trade prospects for teams that are struggling or looking to make something happened and the flyers are um, obviously in, in that boat. The, but the weird thing about the flyers though, is that they're not like, they're not down and out. So, but in a so sense, they got some choices. They got some decisions to make in a sense. They are though, just because of the division, it's just, it's going to be virtually impossible to crawl yourself out of the hole. You can't lose 10 games in a row and then expect to make the fucking playoffs. You just, you can't, and I know it's early, and I know they can figure it out. They don't have a fucking head coach. They don't have um, Ellis. Ellis is dead. I'm convinced. Of Ellis it. doesn't exist. He's I'm pretty sure. I, I tweeted that the other day. I was like, please prove to me that this man they exists. Fucking, they men in black our eyeballs. You know, they hit this with a little fucking thing. And yeah. we didn't have our Gannon sunglasses on. So we're all fucking, we forget who he is. It's just, it's yeah. so weird. And that's why hockey's annoying. Is he, what the fuck's his deal? You know what I mean? Just release it. You're not surprising anyone. He's been out for three, four weeks. I don't know, man. I don't get it. It's really fucking annoying. There should be like a there should be like a mandate that says after four weeks of not playing, you have to fucking disclose what his injury is. <laughs> You're right. There should be. I mean, like, does he have a broken fucking leg? Does he have a torn ACL? There's no, does he not? Is he missing? Is he missing his fucking Achilles tendon? Like what? Like what is happening? He got he got captured and they popped all his toenails off. So that's why he can't fucking walk. <laughs> no, they, is he like is he like with ISIS right now? Like what's going on here? They can't. Listen, I understand a week or two. That's a competitive advantage. But after three weeks, I mean, now it's just like, what the fuck? You owe it to everyone in the world to let us know what is going on. So the Flyers sit at 13 and 13. They're they're 32 points. They're nine points back from the Penguins who would hold basically the, the, the last playoff spot, which... But that's not technically true because Boston has 36 points in the Atlantic... And they're technically only so technically the Flyers are two wins out of a playoff spot. Okay. So 
it's not like it's not dire. So, so I guess they're in the, they're in the position where they can ride it and keep Giroux and try to make the playoffs. And, or, and they might because they're fucking, I know. they're loyal to Giroux. I know. And I, I think he's, I think he's earned it. I know we had, yeah. our, we had Joe on here a couple weeks ago. He completely does not agree. You know, and you know, there are, like I said to Joe, there are a lot of people in Philly that agree with that. They don't, they think that Giroux is time to go. People have been trying to trade Giroux for fucking five years. I feel like maybe more than that forever. Right. So, you know, like it is, that is what it is. But my point is the flyers are still in the hunt and it's way too early, dude, to give up on that. It's January. They're four points out of the playoffs. It's January. Like, am I missing something here? I'm out. No. Full plug. <laughs> Stop it. They're losing two to one. Oh, they scored. They were two. They were. Yeah, Cam Atkinson. And that's the other thing. Like, dude, solid man. So, and 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 I, this guy on uh, Twitter, Charlie O'Connor. I don't. If you don't follow him, you should follow him. He's a fucking. He's the uh, athletic insider for the oh, Flyers. Yeah. He's very good, very detailed, and he's like a lot of people. He's like, oh, like the 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 Voracek for Atkinson, the the ghost for uh, Ristolainen. Um, he was like, on paper, like those, like those trades worked out, and that and that's not the problem. It's like everything else around the Flyers. Like the GM made some good moves. It's just everything else doesn't make fucking sense, right? Right. So, and that's what kind of the problem is. I mean, and again, COVID's a big part of all of this, right? Jeru's out tonight, and so is uh, whoever else. Oh, Prove. So Provy. I don't know, man. I just know that like looking at that division, I know they're and Boston's underperforming. They'll figure it the fuck out. Boston's an elite, you know, hockey team. So I don't know, man. But what I've seen from the Flyers is just like it's pitiful. It seriously is. I feel like every time I watch the Flyers, like every time I actually sit down, like, all right, yo, I talk to my wife, I'm like, yo, tonight's a Flyers night, we're gonna watch this. And I'm like, I start watching. I'm like disinterested by the end of the first. That's period. what I mean. And I'm like, it, they're just not. This is they're terrible on penalty kill. They're terrible on fucking power plays. It's just the same old motherfucking song. And I'm I'm yeah. I'm at a point now with all of the sports where I just I'm done trying to manifest my caring when they're like this. You can't, you can't, I'm going to go back. You can't lose to the Hawks. You can't have the, (laughs) you can't lose 10 straight games in hockey and think that you're going to keep the fan base coming. You know, you just can't yet. They do, but yet they do though. Well, yeah, I mean, I get it, but like, well, that's the problem though. Like, so man, the flyer (laughs) and the flyers are probably no, the Sixers are the same way. So, like people, people go to the Sixers games and, and go to the Flyers games because like, especially the Flyers, the Flyers have a niche fan base, mm-hmm. the Flyers and the Flyers have a fan base where it's like, well, we like the Flyers and you know, if you don't like the Flyers, like you're not in our club and it's a very weird club thing. And so, so the fly, so like in order <laughs> In order to, in order to, you know, 
let the ownership see that no one's showing up at the games because we don't believe in the team. It's never going to happen. It's the same. It's like it would be like trying to do that with the Eagles. It won't happen. Well, and you have to remember, Comcast owns the Flyers. They don't. I know. They don't give a fuck. They're they're worth billions of dollars. Right. Well, that would be a huge. That would be something that could possibly help. Like fucking sell the fucking yeah. team. Sell it to a guy. Or a, or a woman who wants to fucking make Kate Smith changes. Kate Smith. She's dead. And she's racist. She's dead. <laughs> rest, rest, rest her racist soul. She's racist. <laughs> Why? No, I remember. I remember all that came up. Yeah. Why did Ed Listen. Snyder will the team to Comcast? Yeah, who does that? That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, you hear you hear that, Ed Snyder? Why'd you do that, <laughs> idiot? <laughs> just uh, like of all like, there's no there's nobody there's nobody. I would have given them my five thousand dollars I have saved, and I could have owned the Flyers. Hey, how about this? How about all this? How about the Flyers are owned by the season ticket holders, like the Packers? Yeah. Like. I'm just saying, like we, I think, I think it's time. I think it's time for Comcast to like let go, yeah. let it go, let go. Mm. Comcast, they're the fucking monopoly. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. They're a fucking, they're a monopoly. They, they, they just, they don't, they don't give a shit. They just don't. And I've said this before, and I'll say it every week. And I don't care if you're sick of it. They fucking, they're like, okay, well, how can we distract everyone? Whoa, introduce Gritty. And like, listen, man, I fucking love Gritty. I mean, everybody likes Gritty. I get it. Yeah, we love Gritty. But the the wool is not over my eyes anymore with Gritty, all right? That big furry bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I don't know, man. the 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 Flyers are tough. The Sixers are tough. And thank God we have the Eagles actually achieving something in this fucking town because... It would just be doom and gloom. It's like 24 degrees outside. It's going to be fucking icy tomorrow. Like, like it's, we're getting into the, we all have fucking coronavirus. Like it's, we're in that time of the year where it's like, we need something and thank fucking God. If you believe in God, if not, then thank fucking whatever. <laughs> like, thank, thank, like we have the Eagles, man. We have, we have the Eagles. We hold it. We hold it really close and, and really and tight. And we might. We won't let and it. And the Phillies might be making strides, but they're still a couple years away from big boom noise. You know what I mean? And I don't mean like. Yeah. I don't mean ten years. I don't even mean five years. But they're at least two or three away. Well, and we need to see. We need to see what happens with this lockout. Like once the lockout loosens up, they can actually go. The they're going to sign. Is the dumbest. They're going to hit something league. in the free agency. Like they're going to hit something. Yeah. No. I know. Just we just don't know what. It, but yeah, you're right. If there was any way to make people hate baseball more, this is it. You have ballparks around the country, fucking empty. It's it's sad, dude. It's sad. It's all it's all money driven. <laughs> Well, that's a sport where people don't go if the team sucks because there's so many fucking games. It's too many games. It's a lot, it's a lot of games, um, and they're long. Some of them, uh, <laughs> you know. I love baseball though, so that's one I'll hang in on because, like, a uh, thing. I don't know. It's almost like um, it's almost like soothing to have a baseball game on. I mean, I, in the background because it's like slower action. So like you don't have to pay super close attention, but like, it's like, once you hear you know, the crack of know. the bat, you know, you got to look up from whatever you're doing. Yeah. Or like you, you have, like, you hear like the buzz of the crowd yeah. and like, you know, I actually like John Cruck and McCarthy yeah. on TV. Like they're Yo, funny as shit. McCarthy is so, fat. 
I, yo, he got big again. <laughs> I don't know what happened now. No, I'll tell you what happened. All them free cheese steaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's they hit that booth with so much fucking food. Yeah, they're like they're like today is <laughs> National Cheesesteak Day. Here's sixty of them. <laughs> and and Todd, Todd's down there licking his fucking lips and shit, like salivating. <laughs> oh fuck! But uh, yeah, listen, I can't wait. I can't wait for the Phils to come back. But they need to get this lockout fucking settled because they got to figure out free agency, man. Like, there's a lot of fucking shit hanging out there. Well, and that's the whole a thing lot. is that like most of that would be over by now, right? Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah thanks. So, uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. But um, so hey, let's put a bow on this podcast. Let's do we it. um, we're gonna move over to the gambling section of the podcast. And uh, ironically, I should have probably told you this a while ago. But Kenny, Kenny's, uh, I th- did you say cocklock this weekend? Um, on the fly on the uh, NHL yeah. pick. <laughs> so so Kenny's cocklock of the weekend was actually the Ducks money line tonight <laughs> against the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> ducks, ducks, money line minus one fifty. Hey, in my defense, uh, there the NHL sl- or the NFL slate is doo doo cheeks this week. It, it is. It's it's definitely tough sledding to this weekend in the NFL. And I had that pick in at like eight forty five, so no one be saying shit to me. All right. Yeah, he did. He gave it to me, but the, he's he's liking the ducks. Hey, you could probably still bet him live, but probably right now it's probably like minus three hundred or something. Because I'll tell you what it is. They so have I'm gonna to put more money on it. They have the lead after the first period, two to one over the Flyers. So that was that was Kenny's cocklock this weekend. But but uh, last weekend, um, we can we should talk about the the records. So Kenny had a rough week. Kenny had a rough week after a couple really strong weeks. Um, last week, Kenny went one and four. Um, Kenny's win was the Eagles. He squeaked that one out by half a point. What up? Um, he lost. He lost Tampa Bay, who almost lost outright. Dude, I I told you I put together that uh, can't lose money line parlay, and I, yeah. I had all the favorites in there. I got that bitch to plus two hundred, and I was that's like, pretty good. I know, and I was like, oh, you motherfuckers, you know Tampa Bay's gonna do it to me, aren't they? It's the Browns and Tampa Bay. Yeah, so I was pretty excited when they yep. won the game. So yeah, they squeaked out on the money line, but um, Tampa Bay almost definitely did not cover that thirteen. Nah. Uh, and then the Rams minus four. That was also lost. They barely won. Um, and then you know um, why they won, right? Because they played the Ravens. Because they their trade deadline pieces fucking showed up. OBJ. That's a good point. O- you, that's yeah, o- yeah. OBJ makes that you know game lead change, and then Von Miller game winning sack. <clears throat> yep. And that's why the so, Rams scare um, me just a little bit. I don't think they're that good, but they scare me. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Staff, Stafford throws too many interceptions. Yeah, what is man. It's like it's like he's like the Lions come back to his like fucking brain cells. He's like, ah. I don't know, but it's like it's like one a week, and there's a pick six. Like so you could bet on it. You can, yeah, almost. Um, now, so now if someone bets on it this week, it's going to be a fucking stone L. But uh, you also had Cincinnati plus thirteen and a half. That was a loss. Michigan plus seven and a half. That was a loss. So that takes your record on the season. To twenty one and twenty four, forty seven percent. You just dipped under the fifty percent mark. So coming back this weekend, Kenny likes the Ducks money line tonight. That's his cock lock. Um, quack quack. Yeah, uh, whatever. Quack 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 quack. Um, in the NFL, 
Kenny is on the Chargers. I think that the Chargers are in a win and in situation. Sunday night football should absolutely be fucking electric. Um, funny, funny though about Sunday night football. If the Colts lose again against the Jaguars, I say again because I think they have lost in in Jacksonville like the last six times they've been there or yes. something. It's fucking crazy. It's 2014. Um, okay, the Colts are, are favored this weekend by 16 points. 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ugh. if if somehow the Jacksonville Jaguars managed to beat them, which I'm, I don't think it's going to happen. But if it did, if the if the Raiders and if that happened, if they lost, if the Raiders and Chargers game ended in a tie, both the Raiders and the Chargers would make the playoffs. So Kenny has a conspiracy theory that if the Jaguars somehow beat the Colts that the Raiders and chargers will force, uh, force the game to end in a tie. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs> no fucking way that happens, I would, I, dude, I would fucking, Oh, that's a wild, wild scenario. So chargers, Kenny likes the chargers on Sunday night football, minus three over the Raiders. And he also likes the Rams minus three and a half at home against the Niners. Uh, the Rams are playing to lock up the division. So the second seed. if they win and the, and the two seed, so they're trying to get the two seed. So if, um, yeah, if they win that game, they lock up the division and I don't know if they win the tiebreaker over Tampa Bay, but I'm not going to look into that right now. Not worth <laughs> the energy, but all I do know is no. that like, <clears throat> you don't want to go from two to three to go into five, right? You don't want to avoid that at all costs. Correct. So uh, Kenny's picks again, ducks, money line, <laughs> chargers, minus three Rams, minus three and a half and Alabama on Monday night, plus two and a half and a 50 spot with me. Meow. Um, so me last week, I, I ended up going three and two. My teaser once again, hit, I had Buffalo minus seven and a half and green Bay plus 0.5. That was a win. I had the Browns minus three. That was a fucking horrendous loss. They looked like dog shit against the Steelers. Um, I had the Bengals plus five and a half. They won the game outright, which I mentioned could happen. It did. Bama minus 13 and a half. I played that because of the number. I liked that it was under 14. That was a win. And I had Michigan plus seven and a half, which is a horrendous, awful pick. And Michigan really looked like complete dog shit. Butt cheeks. So that was an L. That was an L. So that took my record to 32 and 18 on a season at a cool 64%, which is nice and Bud Dupree got arrested. Playing along at home. Why? Salt in front of a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> was he trying to get a COVID test? He's probably needed plan B. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Ugh. Wild. All right. So my picks through the weekend. I like the Seattle Seahawks plus six and a half on the road in Arizona, Arizona fucking. I'm not going to expand on this. I, I just, I don't think Arizona is great and I don't think it matters that they, that they like, you know, need or want to win this game. S- Seattle is playing, playing well. They actually looked really good. Uh, yesterday or this weekend. And I think that they, I think that they're going to play hard all the way out, even though it doesn't really matter for them. So i like the Seahawks plus six and a half in, in Arizona. Um, my next pick is also in the NFL. I like the Carolina Panthers 
on the road in Tampa Bay, plus eight. I think that Tampa Bay is going to win that game, but I think that the Panthers are going to keep it close for really no reason at all. Um, but I, but I just have a feeling that 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 game is going to be close. Um, you know, the line is at eight. We have some games that are double digit, double touchdown, two touchdown spreads, and the fact that that game is under ten kind of kind of tells me something. So I'm going Carolina there, and I like the Niners. Oh, going going against going against uh, Kenny again. Um, I like the Niners on the road against the Rams plus three and a half. Win and Niners get in plus three and a half. Winning in. So um, and then for my um, for my national title game, I like Georgia minus the two and a half. Um, like I said in the segment, I don't I don't see. I don't see Georgia losing two two games to Bama. I just don't, and I think that they're going to come, and I think they're going to bring their A game. I think they're going to fucking whoop whoop up on once the Bama butt. Wrong. <laughs> so, guys, thanks for thanks a lot for listening. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We had some people on the on the live stream. Thanks a lot for for hitting that up. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, keep on keep on checking out the Twitter. Uh, please like and share the podcast. We. You know, we're trying to grow the audience as much as we can, but um, we need you guys to like and share and, and all that type of stuff in order for people to find it. Do it. So um, you can follow us on Twitter at PHL Sports Pain. I'm at Dave Fry 04. Kenny is at Sky Chano 127. And um, yeah, man, we're excited to, to keep this podcast going. We're excited to see how the Eagles, how, how stuff pans out for the Eagles in the, in the playoffs. Bowl. Super it's amazing ball. that that this team is going to the fucking playoffs. It's amazing. Enjoy the ride. Don't give a shit about week 18. Do not let this week change your opinion on this. Wouldn't team. you rather though? Like, I'll, I think I just want to win though, because I want the record to be a little crisper. You know what I mean? Don't let this weekend change your opinion on this team. 10 and seven is so much better than nine and eight. Don't do I'm it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying go birds. Go birds, baby. Playoffs. Here we go. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> Later.